I'm Blake. Hey, Blake. He's Amos. Yeah. Let's review everything. I can tell you're hungover. Do you want to know how I can tell you're hungover? How can you tell? Because there was no snarky comments in the opener. There wasn't, you didn't, you know, make any jokes at my Hey, I'm a professional right now. Right now, when you're hungover, you're a professional. I came here to be a pro. I talk about today's topic with our guest. Yeah. And entertain people. All right. I'm going to maybe play that didgeridoo over there. You drank enough that I don't really. Wait a second. Okay. I wasn't hammered last night. I had like five. You smell like yesterday's booze, sir. It's it's an absolute lie. All of the buttons on your shirt are misaligned. You have the top is uh, to the bottom, and the bottom is to the top. You really made me uh, wonder for a second. (laughs) You checked. (laughs) Yeah. I mean,. Nobody saw me leave the house. Um, you said that every year it's more difficult for you to drink. That's oh, yeah. That's what you said off mic. Yeah. Well, I rarely do it anymore. Do you think that you should maybe change the drinks that you drink? Like maybe the LITs and the blue <laughs> motorcycles are I not, just love those colors. They are beautiful. They are. Um, but maybe, you know, go with a McUltra. <laughs> that might... You're like telling me to lose weight. No, no, no. I'm just hey, saying maybe you should have to a drink more of those. Delicious low calorie Michelob. <laughs> All I'm saying is that maybe a Tito's and soda would be okay. What is Tito's? It's a type of vodka. Oh, okay. It's, I don't um, really like liquor. Yeah. Yeah. It's the those are the low calorie drinks that I've been drinking. Oh, uh, okay. That's cool. Losing all these LBs. Yeah, you've been doing a remarkable job. I I fish as much as possible now. <laughs> That's understandable. When I look at the waitress, I'm like, I'll take a McUltra and a Tito's and soda, please, because I'm trying. <laughs> and then, you know. Because I'm trying? I'm trying. I did that at Mellow Mushroom as I ordered, like, the biggest pizza they had. Right. And it didn't work. Amos. Yeah. What are we reviewing today? Medicine. And guess who picked medicine? I think it was Kathleen. Yeah, it was Kathleen. Kathleen McDonald is with us today, a very funny comedian who I saw three weeks ago at an Eyes Up Here showcase. Wasn't in it really like three months ago? At this point, it was probably three months ago. Okay. <laughs> but in 12 years You know ago. what? Why do you always screw with timelines? I always feel like I'm in an Avengers movie. I don't know what's going on. Um, I have that effect on people. <laughs> thank Yes. So Kathleen McDonald, very funny comedian. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. It You are putting up with a few issues that I've had. Uh, my mic fell apart. It was awkward. I constructed it back together, and I'm just standing in front of it. You MacGyvered the hell out of posing. it. Yeah, I don't know. All of this duct tape is just going to melt up here. Um you, we were talking off mic, and I really want to talk about it again. You do yeah. workshops. Is it mainly out of Chapel Hill and Durham? Um, y- yeah, at this point, almost exclusively out of Chapel Hill, although I do mentor people around the triangle. Um, but I do the, um, I do a three hour afternoon workshop that's just for people starting out or wanting to get like, tell me exactly how I'm supposed to do it because I felt like the first couple times went bad. Um, yeah. and kind of a workshop, com- comedy workshop, stand up, stand up com- comedy. 
It had a long name and it was short. The original name that was shortened, the original name was Well Behave Women Rarely Do Stand Up, which Aaron Terry, who's a branding genius, shortened to Women Do Stand Up. Um, we also do female identifying and non binary folks. Um, but uh, yeah, it's to get more of the not straight ahead dude voices into comedy. Um, Cause there seems to be a lacking in that, especially local comedy. So that was, that was my goal when I started it. And it seems to be very successful. And I've said this at a few, to a few other comedians who've been on the show, but eyes up here at, is probably the um, most popular. Is that the, Best way to point. I mean, every for, from what I understand, you guys always have a lot of people at the shows. There's a lot of support, as there should be. And anyone mm-hmm. listening, you should go see these shows. There's a huge community, really supportive. And I, I think this show is the first show that I've been to myself. And just the the turnout was amazing. And also the the kind of positivity and the like the the crowd interaction it was just really wonderful and and that it probably helps that there's really funny people there but i i was super impressed the community seems like just wonderful thank you yeah i mean um I I wouldn't I, w- I would hesitate to compare us to everything else that's going on in the local scene cuz there are so many good shows and things going on um but the women's scene particularly eyes up here has been incredibly successful um the show you went to is pretty typical of our shows we usually have a full house um that we aaron likes to give the comedians a lot of time more time than they might get on other shows um we started it because we felt kind of tokenized on shows sometimes too if here's the obligatory woman in the middle with not very much time. And we just kind of started as like, we feel like we could have more stage time and put on shows. And I I have been constantly just um, always surprised, pleasantly surprised at how successful it's been. And there does seem to be a demand and an audience for an exclusively female lineup and the kind of, tone and voice and types of jokes you get when you have that kind of dynamic on a show. And we've done a lot of other stuff with it. The workshops I'm doing, we do open mics and a lot of other things like that. And yeah, it's, it's been, it's been incredibly successful. We've been really happy with it. I loved it. And the the diversity of the style of um, comedy that I saw that one night was very strong as well. So I, I, I can't say enough great things about it. Uh, Amos, I'm going to bring you to the next one. Okay. Sweet. All right. Um, I, I said you though humor, but uh, I'll, yeah, I'll um, give it a shot. Amos doesn't laugh usually <laughs> ever, um, but we're going to try to make him. He laughs when I tickle him, though. Oh my god! Come here. Um, <laughs> that kind of reminds me of what was the thing that you kept saying about come into my play space? No, I mean when I'm trying to get you like in the right headspace. <laughs> To for a really be, weird premise. Like, to use your imagination, Amos, or to you know to get outside of your comfort zone. I welcome you into my place. It's a very small zone. It's a uh, it's uh, it's not hard to stumble out of it. Okay, but Kathleen, I sent you a list. I have mm-hmm. not done that for anyone else, but I w- but mm-hmm. someone had canceled and you were available within a week, and I didn't. I wanted to make sure that you you had an idea of what we're recording because usually I tell people ahead of time. Look, we're going to do dinosaurs. You've got a month to figure it out. Mm-hmm. But so I sent you a list of yeah. everything that was that 
suggested was suggested by previous guests and you picked medicine and mm-hmm. i want to know why you picked medicine um i think there's a lot to talk about with medicine and it's such an interesting multifaceted thing um i also i talk i don't know if i talked about this on the show you saw but i talk a lot about like um i'm really open about um my own mental illness and bipolar and i talk a lot about my medication and just bipolar really openly um it's it's one of the things aside from promoting women in comedy i also like the destigmatization of like this is a fact about me and not this dirty little secret um so i liked that i also just thought there were probably a million different ways we could go with it so very broad i thought this yeah, one yeah. was would be interesting it's better than picking brendan fraser 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 Fraser. He gets angry because apparently it's Brendan. I get angry. Fraser. Is it Brendan Fraser? Fraser. Fraser. Hmm. Not Fraser. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fraser would be, you know, Kelsey Grammer's char- character. Yes. Right. Um yes. let's do some icebreakers. Would you rather live in the Doogie Hauser universe? Okay. Or the Scrubs universe. You have to live in one. Which universe do you live in? Now, I don't know. I'm older than most of the people I have on the show. Mm -hmm. So I don't even know if you know Doogie Howser. I do know Doogie Howser. I I was young when he was popular, but I do know it was, um, you know, a young doctor. But person way way too young to be a doctor. than... Like, oh, my doctor's 22 years old, which I ran yeah. into, like, my new doctor, because my my current physician retired, and I was like, well, who do I go to? And they're like, well, a new doctor starts next week. You don't have to, you know, you can just come in here. <laughs> we got this fresh one. And I was like, okay, I'm all right with that. And I walk in, and she's 26, 27. Okay. Yeah. Um, And just the idea of having, like, a, a young doctor, doctor's like 10 years younger than you. That's a little weird for me, but not weird enough to change the place that I go. But like, just, you know, that's weird. So imagine yeah. going and getting your whatever removed because he was a surgeon. Was he a teenager? How old was yeah. he? Houser? I mean, he like graduated so, medical school when he was like 14 or something okay. like that. Yeah. So, I mean, you're getting. Oh, he looked like 10. He might show, have been even younger. I feel like. Yeah. like should you Google it? Why'd you Google uh, it? No. no. Let's okay. assume he's 13. <laughs> Well, so is is the Doogie Howser universe? Does that mean that every doctor is a twelve year old? That means that you live in a, in a universe that would allow a thirteen year old to operate on you. Okay, so we have to assume everything else that's going on in this. Something else is, you yeah. know. I mean, there there are rules. So really, it's just like our world, but the credibility of the medical profession is suspect. <laughs> okay, I can live with it. Okay, or yeah. or Scrubs, where the. People in hospitals are actively hallucinating on a daily basis, which sounds pretty sweet, too. Yeah. More than hallucinating as much as like you walk in, you ask your doctor a question Mm -hmm. and instead of responding, he smiles and kind of like looks upward. And is it Zach Braff? Is that my doctor? Yeah, probably. Uh, He's he's very gentle. I mean, he would have an excellent bedside manner. He would. Mm -hmm. Um, But he's also like daydreaming about like 
potatoes dancing with Frank Sinatra or something like that. That's cool. I mean, most and doctors then he visits, answers your question. Most doctors visits need a little more whimsy. So you think? I need less whimsy and like <laughs> they're pretty grim. Just less waiting time. Well, but, sure. But the thing about Doozy, Doogie, ha- sorry, Doozy Hauser, Doogie, Doogie like Hauser. I don't I know like why doozy. I couldn't. I was like Doogie, no, not right. Doozy, no, not right. I want him to be Doozy now. Doogie Hauser. The thing about him was he was smart though. He, like he was a good doctor, right? That was like the the twist to it. It's like, oh, he's a teenager, but he's a good doctor. Like, you are they good doc? Are they very good doctors and scrubs? I don't see them like really solving the mysteries. <laughs> They're definitely not house. <laughs> no, level, for sure. <laughs> How did this patient die? I, I don't have a clue. <laughs> yeah, mystery solved. I, I, I am. Um, I'm. I'm 28, so I am old enough to where I am going to the doctor, and and I'm. You know, I'll go to UNC or whatever, and I, I don't know if they're still residents or, like, what it is, but they're my age now, and I'm like, I don't – can I have someone older? <laughs> I don't know. Don't yeah, it's you, not uh, – I don't feel like I could do medicine, so <laughs> I don't yeah, know. No, I agree. I, I want my doctor to be old and judgmental. That's, like – the two things that smoking I smoking a cigarette while he tells you not. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. Cigarettes. Or like he's very overweight and he's like, "Do you know you need to lose weight?" Like, yeah, I do. That's the person you want. Mm-hmm. You just feel not so judged. That's how. That's just kind of like part of me that I, I'm just used to that. So I'm not now that I have like a healthy, uh, smart young doctor. I don't know what to do with myself. Mine yeah. is uh, he's an older man, but he seems to be in very good shape. So it just makes me feel that much worse yeah. that this guy twice my age could probably do way more push-ups than I could do. Do you usually judge like <laughs> the credibility of a doctor by how many push-ups they can do? Yeah, how, do you, that, how do you judge it? Um, I don't know, but I stopped that when I my last doctor that I had had no arms, and I I learned something. Maybe right. That's you a twist. should as well. My favorite doctor recently was like eight months pregnant. Sweet. When she treated me, I'm like, I don't know why. I just trust you. (laughs) (laughs) I trust every pregnant woman. It's like you just seem wise and calm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hmm. So are we going? I'm going Doogie Hauser. Doogie? Yeah. I think I'm going to go Scrubs, but I have no idea why. Just because I saw more episodes of that show than Doogie Hauser. That's pretty much it. I'm gonna go Doogie as well because I'd rather I'd rather live in a world where children get that smart than live in a world where all adults daydream. No. Okay. <laughs> That's my all right. Weirder but more serious icebreaker is would you rather lose the ability to laugh or tell a joke to everyone you meet? The first time that you meet them. Is it a good joke? I don't know. Do you know any good jokes? No. It's like a tempt a joke every time you meet <laughs> every someone. Every time you meet someone, you have to tell the, a joke. Well, you said so you're you, describing my husband. <laughs> <laughs> you said you love the like social risk thrill seeking element yeah, of comedy. I, I, so. I, yeah, I would tell a joke there you go. every time. I, li- I like laughing too. So I don't think yeah. I would. I think there would be very few things I'd give up being able to laugh for. I think they say it's know. the best medicine. <laughs> oh, it's all, right, all coming back all around. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, well, because here's here is a follow on. Um, if you were to lose the ability to laugh, you would become that person who says, "That's, That's funny. funny." Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. 
in this scenario, do you still like have a sense of humor or is that just gone? Like you don't find things funny. Or are you? No, I mean, I think you can still find things funny. You You just just don't physically laugh. You can't. You you can't can't express it. Well, maybe you express it by waving your hands. I don't know, but you can't laugh. (laughs) I once knew a guy who couldn't burp. True story. (laughs) He could not burp. Could not burp. What would happen when he needed to burp? He had to cough it out. Ugh. Mm -hmm. That sounds like it's not fun. Awful. So he didn't drink any carbonated drinks. He didn't drink beer. He would drink only liquor. And I knew the guy well enough and long enough that, like, I would witness these coughs. And it, like, really... Coughing up an air bubble. It, yeah. It was very disturbing. That's mm. funny. <laughs> <laughs> Are you practicing? Dry as a piece of sandpaper. Uh, so you're going to get rid of your laugh, huh? Uh, yeah, probably. Okay. I think that I would just be the person who told a bad joke every time you meet him. Yeah. I'm too afraid of social situations already. I, I feel like it would be too much. It would be too much. Yeah, I think that's fair. I would just stay home. <laughs> Why do I feel compelled to do this? <laughs> you would to just stay home. So totally different from what you do now in your life. <laughs> you don't know what I do, but it must mostly stay home. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ready to review medicine? Yes. Yeah. Let's review medicine. Amos. Yes. You told me. That people don't like to, de- they don't like it when we debate the definition. That's what one person told me. One person told you this. So you told me that we need to start just narrowing down these definitions before we get in here. And that's what I did for you. We're going to go with this definition. of. I don't medicine. remember this conversation, but okay. Uh, it was over, I think there was a candle light situation. We sat down and you said, Blake, I have something serious I need to tell you. I need better definitions to start with on the podcast. And I appreciate don't care if peanut butter is a condiment. Uh, I appreciate Did the that. Did that mean nothing to you, Amos? That beautiful <laughs> candlelit conversation? It Apparently I remember it. No. Um, so what's the definition of medicine? The science or practice of diagnosis, treatment, and prevention of disease, excluding surgery. Which we are eminently qualified to talk about. So let's do it. Yes. So, the word medicine is derived from the Latin medicus, meaning physician. That's funny. Uh, I'm full of these. This is going to be nonstop. Boom. A lot of uh, etymology of, like, Greek words. I would like to present to you a A situation in which medicine does not exist. Cavemen. Just just think of cavemen. All right. They're in my head. One One caveman. Okay. Killing food, killing food, killing things, eating food. Um, and then at one point he just dies. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's Captain Caveman. So this really made me sad that he's dead now. Oh, no. Why would you do that? Well, no, you personal... said Caveman. And, uh, he's the only one I know. He has a son, too. Yeah. What was Captain Caveman's son name? Oh, shit. Uga? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what his name was. Um, he didn't speak English, so he just growled, right? Probably. Okay. Yeah. I guess what I'm getting at is that, like, at some point, the human, if through human evolution, like, we didn't have what we would call medicine now. Like, we didn't take, like, roots and rub it on our hands to, you know, make them soft. Because <laughs> that's what you do with roots. That's parents. Yeah. Rub roots on your hands. Uh, yeah. Or, like, Blake's you, Friday or, like mash up. <laughs> you would mash up, like, leaves. All the time. To numb man. your mouth. Of course. Um, yeah. You know, at one point, 
what we would consider our ancestors. Like they didn't have medicine and they lived and they were fine. Good, good 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it, it happened. We'd be very dead. We would. I would. You guys would still be alive. Maybe. I'd be pushing it. I'd be like the oldest dude in the cave. Yeah. Both of you would be like, I already wise, feel that way. So you do not know me very well. Wizen, I would be dead. You would be dead. I would be dead. What would have not killed you? Anything, anything. Any of it. I have no survival instinct. Um, I'm like, eh. <laughs> like, oh, look, that, I'm going to. Well, the birds are eating it. No, <laughs> I'll try it. <laughs> dead. Well, the birds are eating it. Um, I, that's the only situation in which I can think of like living without medicine. Because with this definition, it's anything you could possibly do to stop yourself from dying or help you live longer. I mean, that's what this definition basically is. Wait, okay, so food is medicine? If this food cures an ailment, then yeah, it's considered a medicine. Yeah, I would say curing an ailment. Includes starvation. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that's maybe getting... Certain types of food can be medicinal. Like tonics, right? Yeah. Like tonic water. Mm-hmm. Is that for dysentery? Teas. What is, teas. Wait, for what does mosquitoes give you? Malaria. Malaria. That was uh I think. What do you what is in a gin and tonic? M- mosquitoes tonic can called? give you a lot of stuff. That's true. Gin. One of those two things killed um why am I blanking on Ernest this? Hemingway. Why where did you, where did that come from? I don't know. He died. Self-medicating. Maybe gin was a shotgun, but you know. Huh? Absinthe. Absinthe? What is absinthe Absinthe cure? Uh, I don't know. Pretty much, people use liquor, like hard liquor, for a lot of things. Like, put the baby to sleep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Bourbon on the gums. Yeah. So that's medicine. And it used to be the closest thing we had to an aesthetic. That's true. If they were going to, you know, saw your 19th century foot off, they'd give you some bourbon and... Like, have you bite down on a belt? Mm-hmm. Sounds like mm-hmm. a party. <laughs> um, the party's... No, I'm not going to say that. Um, Don't, then. Based on what I've heard so far. Yeah, yeah. Uh, first practice in medicine, 5000 BC. Sweet. Was it Egyptians or Sumerians? Correct. Or one uh, of them? Yeah, well, Egyptians. Um, but was, what I wanted to bring up was... So clever. even Even though we, I, we're not going to talk about surgery, the oldest... Um, account of surgery was an amputation in 4900 BC and I was reading up on it like it was going to be interesting to talk about but then at the end they were like well we think it was surgery but it could have just been that they wanted to cut this person's arm off <laughs> I was like science it's, and it's like we know this because the bone looked like it had some markings on it so we assumed all of this <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. we assumed but it's like surgery been... or hatred mm-hmm. <laughs> but medicine and like uh Magic. That's medicine came out of magic. Huh. Like if you think like people used to think potions. like yeah, potions and like witch doctors and warlocks. <laughs> Various warlockery. They I mean people were like, I don't really trust those people, but they were able to cure But he's got dysentery. a skull on his head, so mm-hmm. he's probably mm-hmm. knows what he's doing. I mean maybe. Or it could just be for effect. Yeah, or like that could be your look. Uh, yeah, I feel of like all uh, of like the witches, like of the stereotypes of witches and warlocks, which one, like, for from just a purely aesthetic view, would you yourself take on Dumbledore? 
Dumbledore? What does he look like? Oh, not what he looks like. Never mind. Oh, well, okay. I I'm, guess I'm talking about like dress appeal. This, what does this have to do with medicine? Well, there are people who practice medicine. This is a serious All right. question. Uh, Doctor Strange mm-hmm. has a sweet getup. Really? Yeah, he's got that cape. And- it looks like it. It looks so culturally like. I mean, if you were to wear that around, what do you think people would think of you? Wait, are, are you thinking appropriation? What yeah. culture is being appropriated by his outfit? He uh, looks like he's from like the 30th century in on Venus. Really? I always thought it was kind of like too Asian. His garb? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't no? think anyone in East Asia has ever... I mean, the movie had its... You know, there were criticisms about it, mm-hmm. but uh, not the way he dresses, okay. I don't think. Anyway. What about you, Kathleen? What Which doctor or which look would you take? J- just like straight up um Salem witch trials style witch um I actually have a a joke I tell in my set about I think that if I lived in a different period of time I might be a witch because I have this theory that witches were just bipolar women who like legitimately thought they had magical powers slash just wanted to mess with people and I identify with that (laughs) (laughs) I just like to fuck. I with feel people. like if I wasn't properly medicated, I would be like, you know what? I think I could curse you, and you don't know. So you know what? Eat let's do frog. it. Let's just mess with your head. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, also, medicine kind of starts with people just trying stuff out. Yeah. yeah, I do. I have always wondered about so you know certain things that humans have been doing a long time that seem really kind of random. Not just medicine, though, like drinking alcohol, like fermenting something mm-hmm. and then drinking it and it gets you drunk. How the hell did that happen first? It's a lot of trial and error, I think. Uh, uh, yeah. This guy did this and he died. This right. guy did that and he's fine. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it had to be something like that. <laughs> you know, the first uh, blood transfusions came from uh, cow blood to humans. Yeah. It killed them. And it, we didn't figure out. <laughs> For a very long time, that there were different types of blood. So when you were doing transfusions, lots of people would die because, you know, they didn't figure out that there was A and B and O positive and all that stuff. And now there are people who think that you should eat a diet based on that because science illiteracy. Really? Is that really a thing? It is a thing. Huh. A diet based on your blood type? Yeah. It's not, I have not I, heard of it's that. It's not a real thing, but it's a thing that there are people I, who believe in. Well, I don't know my blood type. That's our, I, don't I think know I should. Be. I should feel like I should in case I. You're in an probably emergency. either O positive or um, what's the other one that's really popular? Popular, <laughs> really common for Caucasian people. Uh, a B. I don't remember. Probably O positive. I thought you were gonna make like a hipster joke, like <laughs> like a. I've uh, never heard of O positive. <laughs> that O negative is so hot right now. <laughs> is that what you mean? Yep. Yep. Um. What, what were we just talking about? Witches, Witches. and blood. And, you know. Trial and error. Apparently this medicine. is medicine. Oh, trial and error. That's right. That's a better tangent to be on. Um, I read that there was in Alaska a gentleman who fell on something and cut his stomach open. And it had healed incorrectly so that there was a gaping wound into his stomach. Mm-hmm. And and a um, a doctor who was there took him back to um, somewhere in Europe 
and we're doing tests on him, basically just putting different foods and different things into his stomach to see how they would decompose and wrote like just a lot of literature on it or whatever. This is a long time ago. Um, but the face, I'm wait, he could right see now. into the stomach. Yeah. And so uh. they were doing like all these tests on it. I thought that that was wild because first of all, this man was letting him do all these like medical tests. And second of all, this this guy, he was like, they were inserting foods into the hole and watching. Yeah. You can do that with cows and people do do that with cows where they'll have a hole where you can look into the stomach. Yeah. That's That's what that made me think of too. I feel, I feel like we're trailing over to surgery. (laughs) I feel like we're falling outside of the parameters. That's true. Let's, let's work our way back in. Um, acupuncture. That's medicine. I tried acupuncture. Have you tried? It was not a fan. No? No. On the face or the back? Um, all over the front of my body. So I can see how there are benefits to it because after they put all the needles in, they leave you in a nice, peaceful room with music. If you go to a good place, they leave you in a room with peaceful, you know, music playing and, and low lighting and you're supposed to lie there. And relax. So I feel like not a lot of people maybe are able to relax. And the fact that you have a bunch of needles sticking out of you forces you to just lay there and relax. I'm not someone who has trouble laying there and relaxing. So the needles weren't adding anything for me. (laughs) And I were there mirrors. It was just well, and sometimes like so most of the needles feel fine and you can't feel them. But occasionally there is a needle and the one like right between my eyes was like, and you have to like call them in to like adjust it. And they like twist. I don't know. The needles were not adding to my relaxation. I think I could just go to that room and lie there in the nice music. Med- I don't know. I That's think probably that, true for everyone who's ever done. Yeah. It. I, yeah I mean, I, I don't think a more truer statement has ever been made than <laughs> the needles in my face didn't help me relax <laughs> because like I identify with that. That's your Yelp review. Yeah. <laughs> People really like people really, you know, it works for some people that they say it really helps them realign the energies or whatever is going on of like things being blocked. And I didn't really experience that, but I didn't I only went to one session. You're supposed to go to like a whole bunch. And I was like, nope, that was good. (laughs) Did it. (laughs) I would do that if my health provider paid like for acupuncture. I probably would go, but I it usually doesn't cover. I feel like if, like if my insurance paid for anything, I'd probably do it. <laughs> I mean, you know, why not? I got well, my- not like elective surgery to give me a third foot, but like, ooh, but like I'd try acupuncture, you know, just give it a shot. You know what I really want to do? What? And I don't know if this is medicine, but is a sensory deprivation tank. Oh, ooh. yeah. I would do oh, that. No? Oh, oh man. No, it sounds so relaxing to me. Uh, it's like enclosed spaces and water and... I don't know. I my two biggest fears are drowning alive and being buried alive, and I feel like that would kind of emulate kind of a combination yeah. of that. Also, <laughs> wouldn't add to my relaxation. So, you, you know what I would think help? I'd rather just lay on the ground. You know what would help though? What needles in your face while you do it? <laughs> oh yeah, we'll just stick some needles in there yeah. and maybe have <laughs> a, a spider crawling across oh me or God. something. You know? Acupuncture <laughs> in a tank. Close the oh god. I saw so a scary. YouTube video for um snake massages where they Why? put a bunch of snakes on you. <laughs> oh, so they, you don't massage and they, the snakes. And the, and the snakes 
squeeze you or crawl over you. Oh my god! <laughs> it's a boa constrictor, and it just no, no. You don't massage you. the snake. Yeah, it's therapeutic. You massage the snake. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like rolling sushi. Just it just feels calming <laughs> to give a snake a massage. <laughs> Then okay. that sounds medicine, like medicine, snake massages. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I don't think we've talked about any actual medicine yet. No, right. but um, can I say that a name of a emo band to give a snake a massage would be really it good? It does kind of sound like a 2004 right? like, like, band. Between the Buried and Me. It's, there's a sexual element to it as well. That oh, well, that's know. true. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Didn't think of that. Thanks. Is it, that's why you brought in a stand-up, so they would point this out. <laughs> point out all the flaws and all for. of our ideas. So you don't it's think acupuncture is real you, medicine? It, with a band, you want some innuendo in your band name. You want to like, woohoo. <laughs> Sexy. What do you think Def Leppard really means? Yeah. What does it really mean? What does mean? it really yeah, mean? I think they just heard, they saw Led Zeppelin and were like, let's do something that sounds like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say that we're going to make a lot of jokes, but my view on medicine is... If it makes you oh, feel fooey. better, yeah, and it it actually helps with whatever you're going through, then it's probably a good thing, and you should do it. Yeah, that's the funny thing about you know. There's so you know you have traditionally Western medicine where you know nothing is really effective unless it's gone through a double blind study, and yeah. you know we can quantify it. And then what is typically called Eastern medicine, which includes things like acupuncture, which maybe isn't doesn't have the strongest scientific basis, but a lot of people have said, you know, I have this back pain and I went and did this and now it's gone. Maybe it's a placebo effect, but if it worked then fuck it, I mean, it's, yeah. it has done its job. Well, I think chiropractic um, medicine is a lot like that because it is in that zone. It's in that, it's in the weird, like between what is considered, I don't know, professional because they don't go to a medical school. Yeah. But and there it's are not schools for it that yeah. I've been around for a long time. And it's kind of like between the Western and like, I don't want to say Eastern, but well, like, yeah, it doesn't have its origins in, yeah. in say China. It's a fairly modern yeah. thing and it doesn't have the, you know, rigorous testing to prove that it's effective, but, but it works for a lot of people. It worked for me. I, I did it one time years ago and, and it, what do they do? They cracked the shit out of your back. Yeah. Like, they just popped your back. So, yeah, so I laid down on a table, a, a certain kind of table, um, and the guy just put Tell his, us more about this table. Well, certain like, it had, a, it had a hole for your face. It was not just a table. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, like a massage table. Yeah, yeah, I've never done that, but uh, that's what it looks like. And, uh, yeah, the guy, you know, took the palms of his hands and he got up on top of my back and pushed down and it was like, holy shit. And it felt good. Yeah. It felt great. The sound was remarkable. It was very loud. I've always thought about going to one, but never have. My mom is like an amateur chiropractor. She always cracked my back. (laughs) I think it's messed up my back, but it felt really good at the time. (laughs) I will say, I will um, also uh, say that my personal stance on medicine is yes, do what works for you. No one knows what works for you, but you, because you're feeling your own body and people give good suggestions, but, and I I think sometimes too, it's, we're still at the trial and error phase. It's a little bit more, we have more science and more people who have done trial and error before us that we've learned more, but there's still a level of like, 
even doctors will sometimes be like, try this. Yeah. Let me know if how it works and we'll try something else if it doesn't. And I think, so yeah, at the end of the day, with everything we say or make fun of with medicine, if it works for you, then that amazing, cool. Right. If needles in you works, then that's really, really cool. Do it. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's especially true with mental health because they really do just like, at least in my experience, it's like, well, here, try this one. Okay, then try this one. And it's like, you know, it's not like blood pressure medication where they can tell, oh, look, your numbers yeah. are lower. Yeah. It's working. But like if you're taking an anti-anxiety medication uh, or five of them, it's like, you know. Yeah, they can't look inside your head. Interesting, though, lithium, um, which is what I own, they can measure the amounts of lithium, and they Uh, do know what amount is therapeutic, and that's, like, one of the few of the ones that they can actually scientifically measure, aside from just self-reporting how you feel. Uh, Okay. How do you feel now? How do you feel now? Yeah. Um, But that it doesn't – there's always a level, I think, with medicine of a level of discomfort or something you're putting up with in order to get the benefits. Uh Like, I have needles in my face or I'm lying on this table with this guy making my back make weird noises or – Oh, that was part of the benefit. Yeah. The sound was half the appeal. Oh, yeah. That's pretty satisfying. (laughs) Um, I take medication for ADHD and – I come from. <laughs> I like how you said ADHD, like you were trying to remember. Yeah, what I is got this? distracted. I got distracted in the middle. Right? But I, I so take it for a DHD. I, I come from a family that is very. Um, I don't want to say anti-medication, but very um, crunchy, like <laughs> Eastern, like natural, natural granola. Yeah, like so. My like my mom was a, a yoga instructor until she had kids, and then she well, she was into radio as well. Like she was a she did radio shows, but she, she also was a yoga instructor when yoga wasn't super popular like it is now. Like, and so it was very earthy, and and we didn't get any of our like immunity shots till we moved to the states when they made us get them, and like stuff like that, <clears throat> which. I don't really have a strong uh, opinion on either way, but growing up, like on vaccines. When, uh, no, I have a strong opinion on vaccines, but like with, I guess I don't have a strong opinion on my parents' choices because back uh, then it wasn't as like um, obvious, maybe as it is now. There weren't as many studies that said you should absolutely do this, and if you don't do it, then this will happen. Okay. I think I think it's a little bit more um, proven now, in my opinion. Okay, then maybe mm-hmm. it was in the. Early, like late 70s, 20s, you know, in the in the 1920s. But I digress. What I'm getting at is Vaccinate they didn't give me any medication growing up, even if I had like signs of ADHD or even if I uh, even though like I wasn't really able to pay attention in class, like they figured out other ways to to help me deal with it. And it worked fine. But. I had recently been having like a lot of trouble at work with a new gig paying attention to like just not surfing the fucking internet on my computer. <laughs> like yeah. I need to pay attention to my work, but then I'd think about something like, Oh, I really want to talk about this on the podcast. And I start like going off on tangents. So I went and started taking like, um, like trying different medications and the whole process of like 
figuring out what medication and how much of it works for something that is not really measurable other than my perception of it is mm-hmm. wild. Like I had yeah. never been through something like that before in which they're like, well, how'd it feel? Like, I don't know. How's it supposed to feel? They're like, well, yeah. are you, are you less distracted? Well, I mean, kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fucking frustrating. And it, it's, it's not like, it's not like this controlled double blind study of like, do you feel better now? It's like, I don't know. Like a lot of stuff happens to me all the time and I don't know what is the medication and what isn't and what's helping and what's not. And if I'd be better now, but. But you always know about the it's side a very effects. personal thing. Oh yeah, all drugs have side effects, yes. and all medicine has side effects. Uh, but the list of side effects for modern medicine, um, fucking crazy, man. A little intense, right? It Especially, often sounds as if the side effects are worse than the at the end of the commercials, illness. at least. Yeah, it's Especially. like they're legally required to tell you all those side effects. So New Zealand, New Zealand, New Zealand, New Zealand, and the United States are the only two countries that you're allowed to have commercials direct from um, drug manufacturers to people. Yeah, you're probably allowed to in other countries, but they just like like how many people have a TV? What you think the only only people in New Zealand and the United no, States? No, 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 no. I'm just saying that. Not every country probably has that regulation. Okay, I see. It's just not really, like, in the Democratic Republic of the Congo, maybe it's like, ah, fuck it. Or maybe they just understand that having medical commercials is a little weird. Like, what's up with that glowing butterfly for a Zantac? Have you ever seen it? It's like this weird, trippy, glowing butterfly. Have you seen the one where the woman is dressed up as a GI tract and it's for, like, irritable (laughs) bowel syndrome and she's in, like, this spandex GI tract outfit? Like, I saw one. A woman was dressed up, and I'm hearing we can curse, as a butthole. Her face was the butthole. And she was was in the thing about... well, I was gonna say asshole, and then I did butthole. I don't you can know. Say butthole might be you can funnier say you than want. asshole. You know, how butthole some, is kind of funny. I think which is. is a funnier word, butthole or asshole? butthole? Easily, Because right? but, something about the says, bu- yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, bees uh, are inherently funny. Yeah, and I could go on a tangent like, for an hour about that. Like but I'm lake? Not. is that what yes. you're getting at? Oh, uh, sure. But uh, <laughs> uh, asshole. If someone says asshole, usually I just think that guy's a jerk because they're talking about an asshole. But if it's butthole, I immediately think of when I was like six years old and would just laugh if somebody said butthole. Yeah, I mean, which I, is exactly like now. Stop acting like a butthole, Amos. But, yeah, an outfit. So her like mat. So her like face was the. Was, yeah. Wait, but what was she selling? I don't remember. Wait, her face. I, I don't was the pay butthole? attention. I don't pay attention to commercials, but I, I, she was definitely. I'm like, oh my god, this actress who has dreams and hopes has taken a job being a butthole on a commercial a literal she's like, butthole. I got bills too so i gotta be a butthole today yeah she's like i'm gonna get a national platform this will be my jumping off point <laughs> my portrayal of a butthole in this she, she medication wins, uh, commercial she that wins sounds an award like, for her portrayal of a butthole a uh, portrayal of a butthole sounds like a like college drama one man show or <laughs> Sounds like something. Will you come see me? I'm performing it. In the quad. In the quad. As the butthole. (laughs) 
nope, nope, I'm going to class. I actually, this is the type of person I am. When I saw the lady in the GI track commercial and she was dressed up like a GI track, I actually looked like looked up an article <laughs> where she was interviewed about her portrayal of the GI track. She was like really excited in the interview about how she was able to portray that like irrita- irritated GI track. <laughs> she just really. How it's do you awesome. portray irrit- <laughs> irritated, but not I like. I don't know. She was really peppy in the commercial. It was very <laughs> she didn't weird. Look irritated. It was very it's weird. A peppy bowel syndrome. Just um, like oh, that's the worst kind of bowel syndrome. Yeah. Maybe it was like a like a irritable bladder or something. She was always like bugging the person. <laughs> oh, that okay. I'm more I'm more telling my vague memory of these I, commercials than an actual true. Yeah. Where someone nah. was a bladder. There's one where there's like a cartoon bladder that's like bothering oh, maybe people. That's there's the one another one where there's an actual woman in like a beige jumpsuit with like. <laughs> My favorite one is the Zoloft ball. I don't like the Zoloft ball. I, at but all. he makes me happy. Um, it works. I don't even have to take the medication. Uh, My dog's on Zoloft. It works really well for her. Plot twist. You know, we're just trying to we're trying to make her comfortable. So my mom took my dog to the vet once because the dog was really stressed out. And the vet told my mom that what she needed to do was have a glass of wine herself every night. Like she, <laughs> my mom needed to drink more wine because the vet thought my mom was stressing the dog out, wow. which feels accurate. <laughs> <laughs> like that so sometimes it's it, the medication is your owner drinking a glass of wine and <laughs> chilling out. <laughs> or give your dog a glass of wine. Sure. Um, do do some on the gums. Yeah. Booze on the gums. There you go. Just like kids. Uh, <laughs> I had a neighbor guys... who gave his uh, dog mushrooms. Don't. Why would you do that? Aww. Wait. Like delicious mushrooms? Does it, does it like... fast? Does it... I don't know, but it bit me one time. So I'm like, I think you shouldn't give your dog mushrooms. You shouldn't give your your dog's drugs. If you want Generally, to make the well, decision. You said you're giving your dog so long. Look, it's do different. Give your cat's catnip, though. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um. What the fuck is up with catnip, man? Like, what? It's delicious. <laughs> um, Cats love catnip. Is there a human nip? That's what Cats I want. It's called catnip. Have you had it? No. I've never You smoked the catnip? <laughs> Some of that sweet, yes. sweet catnip? I, I enjoy smoking catnip. Y'all want to go get nippy? Oh, mm-hmm. my God. No. No. Um, do you remember the Pepto-Bismol dance? Do you remember those commercials? It was like, oh, I hate yeah. that song. Oh, so it's all like diarrhea. Yay, Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> Is that it? And then diarrhea. It it's like you cover your mouth, and then there's like something where you're shaking your butt, and then you're holding your stomach. Yeah, that one felt yeah. like a new low. for you, but... When you've got nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea, nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea, here's Pepto-Bismol. All right, no. The guitar player I was love not Pepto-Bismol. committing to that dance. Do you love it? I love Pepto-Bismol. It always makes me feel better. It huh. does always make it me feel better. It tastes really... Actually, I don't mind the taste. I'm gross. But I really like the like candy hearts and those chalky candies and stuff like uh, that. It kind of tastes like that. That's a lot like Pepto-Bismol, yeah. Why I does... Do um, I feel like medication comes in like three flavors. There's like mm-hmm. the chalky Pepto Bismol flavor, uh-huh. the pink goop, the pink the goop. goop. Well, that's the Pepto Bismol. Yeah. And then there's like grape, Robitussin, and then there's cherry, cherry, right? And that's it. Well, and then there's pills which don't have a taste. Yeah, but why are there only those tastes? Hmm. So, do you want medicine that tastes like an ice cream sandwich? Uh, what about vitamin yeah. gummies? 
Oh, yeah. If you found yourself just like, I know I'm only supposed to have two. <laughs> but this couldn't be bad I'm for me. I'm going to OD on vitamin D. <laughs> Could happen, I think. <laughs> yeah, um, it's bad for you to have too many of them. But too much anything. So yummy. Dentists. So is brushing your teeth. I guess that's a medicine. Kind of, because you don't want to, like, you mm. want to stop yourself from getting mouth disease. It's like preventative medicine. Yeah. yeah. Which is mm-hmm. the best kind of medicine. How come gingivitis is the only one that is always prefaced with the gum disease? Are they? Like, no one says the heart disease, heart attack. Or, you know, like. People don't know what gingivitis is. I guess not. It's also probably the most fun um, disease to say. Gingivitis? It's up there. Yeah, it rhymes with ninja. Ninjavitis? Oh, can't get ninjavitis. Mm. Your your ninjas start to rot. (laughs) Your ninjas? God, guys, you need to get it together. You're my ninjas. ninjas don't have a lot of time to floss, so probably not. It's pretty prevalent. They have to yeah. take that thing down off their face. Oh and, yeah, uh, yeah. The thing is hampering the yeah. flossing, and that's gotcha. not very uh, inconspicuous. Yeah. Um, what other diseases are fun to say? I think that's the only one. Oh come on, there's got to be a few. Osteoporosis. That's fun. To oh, say. that's very fun. Lots of vowels. Osteoporosis. Um, Aspergers, of course. That's no longer a thing, though, right? No, the DSM-5, I think, uh, removes it, Mm -hmm. and uh, now it's just a spectrum spectrum of autism, Yeah, I believe. spectrum. Yeah, Asperger's is definitely fun to say. Yeah. But, you know. weird choice. Anything else? Schizophrenia. Wow, that's fun to say. Schizophrenia feels like it's one of those words that matches yes. the intensity of what it is. Didn't we? We yeah. had a conversation on the podcast one time about there's a there's an English term for that because of course there is words that sound like what they are. Oh yeah, I have no clue. What it I don't is, know if though. schizophrenia is one of those, but but I I, I agree with you. No, the, yeah, it, the intensity I'm, of the word matches the description. Yeah, it's 100. like. If the disease was called marshmallow, then it would not. Yeah. yeah. Like gingivitis doesn't feel like it matches up with what it is. It, it feels like it's about, describing something different. It makes me think about like, I've had too much ginger. It makes me think that like you know. I, m- me, myself, I was in the sun too long and I'm very yes. pale. I'm a ginger. I got the vitus and then I got the vitus. So I have to Yeah, it seems that. like it should be a skin disease. Can can I tell you when you told me to um prep for this as much or as little as I wanted? Yeah. The amount that I prepped for this was I googled it and read the first page of results. And so the, the typical whole, all of them? Well, I mean, I skimmed Whew. the the result of you like the first you, Google you page. You've done more than Amos has done for any of our show, shows ever. That's so, different. I mean, there was there's a classic what you would expect of like Merriam-Webster's dictionary, what what we talked about. The other two results were um, a bunch of news stories about this Democratic senator yelling at her colleague, do you need your medication? Because he was oh, like getting all flustered. It was, uh, do you remember it was that? during the, the okay, so, this won't the be FBI quite, hearing. right, Peter Stroke or whatever his last name is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the FBI agent who sure. texted with his his lover about uh, the anti-Trump stuff. And yeah, where we are today, that hearing just happened. So yeah, that... Uh, 
Yeah, so she so they got they were all getting all heated and yelling and she yells across the room at him like, "Do you need your medication? Calm down." So that was the one result. That was like <laughs> third in the results cuz it had just happened in the news. And then the other result was um Bob Marley's son Stephen Marley put out a, it was a music video called Medication Sweet. about him singing about how weed is medication. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it should be treated as such. Learned a lot. Singing, rapping. Reggae, whatever. Blake is weed medication. That. Is weed medication? I think that it definitely can be. I also think that people are like right now. Like so, my I'm Canadian. If, if mm-hmm. you didn't know, and my country, it's now legalized. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's cool. I'm all right with that. But weed is not going to cure everything. And yeah. I know a lot of people who think weed can cure everything. <laughs> they're like, there's a weed for that. Like, cure no, there's a virus. <laughs> yeah. They're like, no, don't, no, you don't, don't have to brush your teeth. Here. Smoke chew on, weed. <laughs> chew on this weed. <laughs> or like, I've got this strain. It's got bugs in it that cleans your mouth. Like, no, you don't. And also, don't talk to me anymore. I have <laughs> a strain that has bugs in it. It cleans your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Was that an absurd example or yes. something someone said to no, no, you no. one time? Okay, good. Um, <laughs> somehow it grows bugs. It yeah. will cure your gingivitis. But weed bugs. Weed bugs. Hashtag weed bugs. So yeah. there's our title. Another thing about medicine, which is interesting, is that uh, you ha- to for medicine to be successful, you have to trust the person who gives you the medicine. So ethics in medicine is kind of new when it comes to the study of medicine, as in like from Roman times, Hippocrates or whatever was the first person to say, you need to trust your physician. So no matter what, we need to give people medicine regardless of their beliefs. And so I don't even know. You're looking at me. <laughs> I I get where you're going with this. Amos doesn't trust me. (laughs) I don't. I guess. Well, it's also the level of like credibility of the person who and how much you can back up. Like someone hands you something and they're like, here, this will help. And it's like random thing in my hand. I have no information about. (laughs) This is a thumbtack and a paperclip. It's like now at least you can like. Google it. You can read what other people man, have experienced. That's a, you can. That's a rabbit hole. Like, yeah. Especially for mental health stuff. Like, I, you know, like I've Googled all everything I have taken, and the side effects that people report are never what I've experienced. Yeah, it's medication affects people all differently. But at least we now have more information versus like, here, take these leaves. They will help. And you're like, okay. <laughs> take hopefully them when the I mood is full, though. I won't be the one that dies. Fingers crossed. I, I want to tell a story, but I don't want to tell a story. Okay. So I'm going to tell it. Because we can always edit it out later. We can, it's but true. it's just like, I don't... I'm going to tell it just because it's weird. Okay. Um, My psychologist... Every time I visit her, ask me the same five to six questions, mm-hmm. which and, and they're all very important questions to ask someone on drugs. Like, do you think of suicide? Do you blah, blah, blah. But one of them, I don't like that she asks me. Is this about erectile dysfunction? She asks me how my erections are every time I'm in hey, the room with her. I've been there. That's funny. I've never experienced that. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure. You know, that actually... 
That's a very common uh, side effect for anything yeah. that's uh, mental health. And related. I get, I get that. I just wish that she would ask it in a different way because she's always she the first thing she How is your candle, pecker, sir? No. A- the first thing she asks me always is, "Hey, I've got a student in this room. Is it okay? The student's already in the room." Yeah. Is it okay if she or Oh, he... yeah, because it's always like a 23-year-old Duke grad. Yes. Or a, yes. Okay, I've been in the exact same situation. And they're like, this, they're like eating fast food or something, and they're I go in there, fast food. and there's like no, there's no pictures on the wall. I just don't like the way she asks, because there's always like a person in there, like eating french fries, <laughs> and like... <laughs> I just want her to say, like, are, are there any other side effects that you want to talk about? Or yeah. just skip, like, I don't... Yeah, don't, it's like, I'll bring it up if it's an issue for me. Just maybe. every, like, look. And she always stands up and points really dramatically at your penis. She doesn't point yeah. dramatically, but she definitely points. And she makes... She y- points? How is your dick, sir? She makes... Stop. She makes stop. eye contact. Like, very intensely. Because That's I guess insane. it's important. But she's like, while someone's eating fast food. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I'm not eating the fast food. If you were, they could at least fry. give you some fries to ask that question. <laughs> there, that's I solved it. You need to be offered some fries and be like, okay, for this next question, here's yeah. some fries. Also, how's your dick? You know, <laughs> just I, I think that you like this. Maybe or? the first three yeah. questions with she's this has fry. To ask. <laughs> Show me how. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> which which fry represents your no. Um but I just don't I just yeah, wish that really she crying. would just just don't be more sensitive about that. Yeah. I mean I just say it, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't I you know, I don't know, man. Yeah, that's a very common Yeah. I get that it's common. I just don't I, I'm going to message her in, in my portal and be like, don't. <laughs> Speaking of magic. That's very interesting because I know that's always a concern for men when they're like seeking treatment for depression, that it's something that comes up a lot that people are worried about. But I never think about the actual process of like you having to talk with the doctor about it every time you go in. That would like be the routine cre- question. They're usually, at least in my experience, pretty, you know cut and dry about that stuff just just tick 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 yeah like you could fill it out on a form and she could just look at it i think that i bet you a lot of men stop taking drugs if it affects them so she probably always brings it up because maybe it's something that her other patients won't bring up i think it's one of the most consistent things i hear with men with seeking seeking treatment for depression and stuff being being a hesitation. And if you were bummed out before, man, yeah. let me tell you, once oh. you can't have an erection. <laughs> oh, bum me out even more. I can see that. Side effects. Um, oh, dentists. We did, did we finish talking about dentists? I don't know. We said the gum disease, We were talking gingivitis. about gingivitis and um, ninjas. Ninjavitis. Uh, Everything you normally experience at the dentist. Ninja attacks. Uh, did you have Game Boys at your at your ninja at your uh, dentist? Uh, okay, when we were kids, we did go to a like a you know dentist that specialized in children, and I don't know if he had a Game Boy, but he did. Yeah, you know what? I think he did. I kind of remember playing some Mario while sitting there in the chair. I th- uh, that's what I miss about dentists that they need to have a Game Boy My- there. <laughs> 
My dentist in high school, anytime he was doing something that would be uncomfortable, like drilling, he would sing gospel music really loud. <laughs> and he would sing the la- he would sing over the sound of whatever he was doing. <laughs> he was the most amazing person. Because <laughs> like, and the men come marching in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he would sing over it. It was very fun. <laughs> I guess. As but, there's a drill in your head. Yeah. Here, would you like a drill in your head, or would you like a drill in your head while I sing gospel music? <laughs> that sounds well, like a icebreaker that I would ask you. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, I have no problem with my dentist for one, except one issue, and that's that he has very thick fingers, <laughs> and he is a very, very good dentist. And I don't want to. I don't want to. That's a fair critique. I yeah. love that sentence so much. But I, you he know, has very thick fingers. Because when I'm getting my teeth cleaned, it's fine. Like, because oh, it's like so when he's poking around in there, because it's done by someone else. But when he gets in there, he can like fit one finger in there, and it's like I'm eating a sausage. Like it's just, oh, it's huge. He's a big he man, has severely yeah. swollen hand. No, he's just a very. I mean, he's like six five. He's he might be the dentist. largest dentist in the game. Uh, it is. You need to ask him about the Shaquille that. Shaquille O'Neal of dentists. He is, has huge <laughs> fingers, uh, and so Hi, he has Shaquille O'Neal of dentistry. It's nice to meet you. He, uh, he always put. He has to put clamps to keep my mouth open so that you can fit more mm. than one finger in there. Oh my god! So well, I. That's know. cool. But he's a very good dentist, and he's helped me with my teeth. It's just that the fucking fingers are big. Mine's always grossing me out. Well, like how so? I feel like she says things while I can't communicate because, yeah, I've got a lot of that. In so order, why aren't you married yet? In order to... <laughs> no, not like that. No, she, like, one time recently, while cleaning my teeth, she told me about a uh, another patient who had toenail filings in his teeth. And I was like, I'm going to vomit what? on you <laughs> if you don't stop telling me these things. Do you want me to puke in this room? It's going to happen. Oh God! What? She's a, I. I, I after leaving the first time, I was like, I feel like I just got my teeth cleaned by a member of the Adams family. Just a very really odd lady. Weird. It's a weird situation when you're having to sit somewhere for a long period of time, like getting your hair cut, or you know. It's always weird for me to talk. This is a similar thing, but at the OBGYN, when you're like, "This is a weird time for you to for me to tell you about how my." weekend was you know it's like i feel weird anyone who like or like you're sitting getting your hair cut or like yeah like anyone whose profession is sort of inherently awkward for the for the customer yeah like it's definitely true with a lot of doctors it's also like true like if you're in court you know the attorneys and the judges it's just a day for them same thing with the dentist this is just another day but you're like you have your finger up my butthole let's let's, uh hurry it up (laughs) So that's what happens in court. Mm-hmm. You get your finger in your butthole. I want to talk about a few things that aren't done anymore, that were done. Leeching. So yeah, let's go to leeching. That was a thing. People Kill, would killed put, a president or two. two mm-hmm. Really? A little more, little more error than trial yeah. with the leeching. <laughs> Is that the same as bloodletting? Yeah. So That's how they let. Um, but they would also like cut you open and, and like drain you of the Oh yeah, if blood. you're a savage. Um... I go to I go to the best leecher. Oh, of course. And then there's trepanation. Trepanation? What's that? 
Uh, it's like screwing holes in your head. Oh yeah, to let out demons, Pressure. probably, but also to let out like uh, headaches, like really bad headaches and stuff like that. It, it went hand in hand, I think, with phrenology. I think that's been practiced rel- so, sort of recently. Yeah, I've, all of these like old school, scary, like this clearly is not going to work. Come back once in a while. Do do you guys ever watch um, or see anything about like during like the really Victorian era kind of times when the housewives would get hysterical? The treatment they would use is basically a doctor would masturbate the woman. Have you seen this? They made like um, movies and stuff and it's like, oh, look, she's more relaxed now. (laughs) That was how they would treat it. But they'd have this whole like little get up to keep it all modest. And that's when the vibrator was in. But that's when the vibrator was invented. Wow. No joke. Did not know that. So I have I have something on here called the wandering womb. And it started in ancient Greece, and doctors believe that a woman's womb was a separate creature with a mind of its own. (laughs) According to the writings of Plato and Hippocrates, when a woman was celibate for an extended time, her uterus, described as a living animal, eager to bear children, could dislodge and glide freely about her body, causing suffocation, seizures, and hysteria. And so for the longest time, they would say... You need to go have a bunch of kids, or you need to go get off, we're like, yeah. and then you'll be fine. Yeah, we're like, oh, that's so crazy, but it's really not far off from the political dialogue we're having now, is it? Yeah. Like, no, the, your womb is, is no, it's, we get to decide about that, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's sad. <laughs> Wandering womb. Also, fucking awesome name for a punk rock band wandering <laughs> womb oh, so good so massage snakes and the wandering womb performing that also sounds weekend. like a like maybe a sequel to a harry potter <laughs> <laughs> uh cannibal cures were a thing cannibal cures in which like a lot for uh, a very long time up until the 13th century um keeping a stack of mummy powder was normal and it and they would like feed it to you with other drugs Mummy powder. Which was um, burnt human people. So that's a cannibal cure? Because it was like you would yeah. eat bits of people. Okay. Okay. Have you seen the My Strange Addiction where the lady keeps taking fingerfuls of her husband's ashes and popping them in her oh mouth? Oh, my that's God. So yeah. And the well, the episode comes in, they have to intervene because she's about to run out of her husband. Like, she doesn't know what she's going to do. run out of spouse. Yeah. Oh, that's that is like the sweetest and saddest thing. At also the same creepiest. That's pretty creepy. So it's creepy, but at the same time, like it's sweetly creepy. D- yeah, There's something beautiful about it, though. Yeah, just a line to be connected. It's one of the more beautiful of those. Usually, the my like, strange yeah, addictions. I eat furniture. Well, it was more just like, like I'm eating my own hair. <laughs> like not as like endearing word for that, right? Eating Trick, hair. Uh, Trichodepcophobia. It's no, definitely where you that. like eat things you aren't supposed to. Or you eat hair. Oh, uh, yeah. In general. Uh, eating poop. That's apparently animal <laughs> dung ointments have been around forever. Great. They do the human poop transfusions as well when you your GI tract is messed yeah. up. Oh, yeah. You like I would not want pills. to perform that surgery. Poop transfusions. Um, it's just like pills, I think. Oh, that's you get good, like then. a poop donor, and then you like take their poop pills. Babylonian skull cure. Sweet. Now there's a punk band. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I don't really know. I just wanted to say that out loud. <laughs> you don't know what it is? Uh, not really. Can no. we speculate at what it yes. is? Yes. What do you think it is? Babylonian skull cure. It really just made me think of a guy singing cure songs while performing surgery. Mm. I don't know how Babylon fits in. I don't know a lot about the Babylonian skull cure. I think you drink gardens. something out of a skull. Oh, yeah. There you like go. That. It doesn't matter what you're drinking, but you boom, do boom, it out of a skull. Boom, 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 boom. What was that? Uh, that's my best guess on what, when he's trying to take the guy's heart out in um, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, whatever noise he makes. <laughs> What do you think it was? I don't remember. Well bum bum shibai, bum bum shibai. Let's okay. find out what it is right now. Because <laughs> I was I like, I was why close. are you doing that? I think I'm close. And that's scary. I like your version better. Man, that really depresses me. How long really could you scary. yell while someone after someone has removed your heart? Like they removed the heart and the guy was yelling. He was just, he didn't yell an appropriate amount, I agree. Babylonian skull cure is um still awesome. Yeah. Uh a doctor would recommend sleeping by a human skull for a week. Sleeping oh. next to it. Okay, yeah. cool. That's romantic. <laughs> what would you have been thinking about right now if you were alive? I want to talk about pop culture and mm-hmm. medicine. I feel like we're at that place now. Favorite medical movies? Any any that you'd like to just throw out there? MASH. No, I don't know. Uh, MASH is, I mean, I guess there technically was a MASH movie. But yeah, MASH is totally a medical show. Hmm. I feel like I should be able to come up with something, but I'm totally blank. I don't really watch, like, I never watched... Medical dramas. I mean, my favorite TV show was House. Oh, yeah? I loved House. House is good. I've only seen a couple episodes of it. Uh, Scrubs was fine. ER was fine. Um, You watched ER? I'm older than you guys. Okay. Yeah. We've, already, <laughs> we've already established that. Um, but yeah. You were like nine watching ER. ER was on for like 30 years, okay? Huh. I think it, right. I don't really know how long. I just know that George Clooney kind of had a mullet. Patch Adams. Okay, I was waiting Patch for someone Adams. to say it. That was a film about a doctor. That's all I remember about it. Um, it would probably make me cry if I watched it today. <laughs> it was a very bad movie, and I know it's hard to. Like, I mean, just because he's dead. Criticize Robin Williams, but he did a lot of really bad. He, movies. he did some bad movies. Um, Patch Adams was one of those movies. The the scene with the giant blow up legs that they walk into the door for that convention. That's the first thing I think of every time. That was filmed on UNC's campus. Yeah. Huh. Um, this is know. another. Uh, so I was in high school when that was being filmed, and a bunch of my buddies are extras in that movie. <laughs> they like went out there to be extras, and I was like, I'm not going out to Chapel Hill to be in a movie i don't i'm not gonna go out there and look at you now man you fucked up yeah i did because those guys they've gone on to be buttholes in medicine commercials (laughs) they're all buttholes in medicine commercials (laughs) every single one of them played a gi tract or a butthole so i have like a list of 25 best jam best medical films ever made and it's from the online nurse practitioner program.com nice (laughs) so this is top quality yeah i'm only gonna mention the ones i know Maybe okay. it's about like how realistic they are. Shutter Island. 
Okay, never mind. Oh, never mental mind. hospital. Yeah, I think yeah. most of these are mental. Um, a beautiful mind. Yeah, okay. Aaron Brockovich, Patch Adams. Um, these are the best. Yeah, apparently, Medicine Man. Okay, so Sean Connery, Medicine Man. I get that. Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman. I forgot about... Uh, Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman was like my mom's favorite show. <laughs> she liked Sully. Loved it. Flatliners. Don't know what that is. I've seen previews for it, but... Flatliners had a reboot about two years ago. So this is a movie from 1990. And the whole premise of the movie... By the way, great cast. Let me... Um, Kiefer Sul- Sutherland, Julia Roberts, Kevin Bacon... And then William Baldwin. Um, Billy Baldwin? I didn't realize it was a reboot. Yeah, so this one from 1990s is very, very good. And the whole premise of the movie is that um, they've figured out how to uh, kill yourself for like a long period of time and bring you back. It's a bunch of guys in medical school going (laughs) all... Yeah, we're going to kill ourselves! Yeah, and their whole thing is like, let's go get... Let's go kill ourselves and come back because they need to like feel. I want to be alive, so I need to die to be alive. So they're thrill seeking, yes, suicidal, yes, dudes, and okay. they end up bringing stuff back. And by bringing stuff back, they're bringing back. Basically, you find out spoiler at the end. The only thing they're bringing back is like they're giving themselves like delusions. Okay, <laughs> they're giving themselves mental health issues. What yeah. uh, throughout the movie, you think that maybe there's like ghosts or goblins, but at the end, they're just like, oh no, they were dead long enough that like they messed up they their messed mind. Up their brain. So yeah. they thought they were bringing, <laughs> yeah, spirits. It's like doing, from yeah, hard, yeah. it's like doing hard drugs and yeah. you just damage you can't undo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it, it, even with that spoil, it's it's a pretty fucking awesome movie. So okay, that's probably my favorite like medical movie. Um, but here's a question. Oh, outbreak. Oh, yeah. One. All the outbreak That movies. terrified the ever-living shit out of me when I was a kid. That that was the, just the concept of, you know, which is very real, of an illness that spreads very easily and is very deadly. So yeah. is that the one where, like, the it finds out, like, in China, some, like, a pig had sex with a chicken? <laughs> he just threw that out there very nuts. You know, a Chinese pig had sex with a chicken. You know how it goes. That's, I thought that that's uh, what it was. Like, I don't remember the genesis of the disease in that movie. I thought it came from a, a chimp or some sort of primate. Oh, was it? Maybe. But it was really scary. Ooh, and 12 people, Monkeys. That's what made me think of... Oh, that's not a medical... Is it? Kind of. It was like bioterrorism. Yeah. What's a, What Which was that Dan medical. Brown book that came out recently about... Um, it was about the people wanted to do population control, so they were like going to do this deadly like Avengers plague. Infinity War. God, that's um, so where I was going to. I mean, I think it's a plot of, of of several movies where some sort of villain is like, the only way yeah. to save mankind is to kill the most of us. Yeah. Huh. As like a, a Batman movies did that too, or like. I think Joker just wanted to kill people. Yeah. Um, uh, or it was like Bane wanted to. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Dan, Dan Brown's the guy who wrote Da Vinci Code, right? Da Vinci Code. And yeah. This was called... Um, what was the one about the... Is it another code? <laughs> is it is this another code? Dan, Dan Brown, um, Code Red? Uh, it had Tom Hanks in it. Oh, that's what that was, isn't it? Yeah, but this one also had Tom Hanks. I think it was the same like character. Oh, but it's like three it, books Doing later. a different... Yeah, it was a different adventure, same Tom oh, Hanks okay. character. You know, the thing about that, those movies is that Tom Hanks' wig is real bad. Real bad. It's like long hair. 
Yeah, they're like, let's give him worse hair. That's that's <laughs> what is going to separate his character him. <laughs> is going to have worse hair. That's is going to be his thing. Tom, you're perfect for the role, but your hair is too good. So I asked you guys this question off mic. I think it's important that we solve it on mic. And we said that was none of your damn business, Blake. Dr. Jekyll. Oh, God. You going to try this joke out again? It's not a joke. Okay, it's a serious question. About Dr. Jekyll becoming Mr. Hyde after he transforms. Like, what's the, why do you lose your doctorate? Once you become the thing if, you're trying to become, if your shirt rips off of you, you're no longer because a doctor. You're it, you lose it. We didn't That's, call, everyone knows that. Yeah. Like Doctor Bruce Banner was not Doctor Hulk, so I think he was still Doctor Hulk, though. No one called him Doctor Hulk. No, because when someone's that big, you don't refer to him as Doctor. You run. That is sizest. I'll have you know. Or, or maybe we're sizes because we think it's okay to lose your doctorate when your shirt rips <laughs> off of your muscled body. Could be. <laughs> all right. All the doctors. Giant, muscly monsters. Yeah, all the doctors out there who or are huge. Like your dentist. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Whenever he's yeah. got his fingers in my mouth, I don't call him doctor. He's just going to yeah. smash them into your mouth next oh, time. Oh, God. It's awful. It's just one finger breaks all your teeth. <laughs> that's not true. He's very gentle. It's just... Got big He's fingers. like a blue whale. He's the blue He's whale of dentists. Yes. Um, all right. Well, I think that he should be Dr. Hyde. I guess that's what I'm getting at. Um, we need to write to. Okay. Um, write a wait, who wrote petition. <laughs> this. <laughs> all right. So 10 coolest songs about doctors. All right. I found at discountdrugnetwork.com. I can't think of. Okay. Let's. What's doctor, a, doctor, give me the news. Okay, that's one. That's not really about a doctor, though, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> um, he just refers to his paramour as doctor. So this is the 10 coolest songs about doctors and health. And I have to say, it's a cool list. The coolest. <laughs> um, I'm going to skip the ones that aren't fun to sing along. Uh so, I Want to Be Well by the Ramones. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Uh, Nervous Breakdown by Black Flag. This is like a list <laughs> made for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, Comfortably Numb by Pink Floyd. Okay. So, I didn't know this, but um, Roger Waters had an experience in Philadelphia. He couldn't play a show because he suffered so bad from stomach cramps. And so, he was injected with tranquilizers by a doctor who saw him. And then he wrote Comfortably Numb. I did not know that. And it's about him getting his stomach injected with tranquilizers. <laughs> Next time That's I hear cool. that song, I'm just going to feel an indescribable pain and not be sure why. Uh, number one on this list is Calling Dr. Love by Kiss. I don't know if I know <laughs> that Kiss song. <laughs> All right, this uh, list is not that Dr. cool Love. anymore. I don't know that song, do you? Yeah. Or maybe I do when I, I listen to it. Let's see. Oh my God, Gene is a class act. I don't think Gene Simmons is a real doctor, but uh, maybe he is at this point. Can you think of any other medicine music that you want to talk about? Off the top of my head, no. But I feel like like all of these, I'm going to get home and go, "Damn it!" A spoonful of sugar. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. That's an all time banger. Yeah, all time banger. Yep. 
Um, I feel like we've talked a lot about medicine. We've talked about some stuff. And I've, you know, I see that you guys have written a lot on your list of good and bad that I handed you earlier. So I know that we're in a place in which you will be able to review medicine. All right. Before we do that, let's play some games. Yay. Yay. I have a game for you called Famous TV Doctor or Famous Doctor. I'm going to name some TV doctors. You need to tell me. Well, I'm going to name doctors. You're going to tell me this is the TV doctor. This is the show he's from or she is from. Or you're going to say, no, I think that that, Blake, is a famous doctor. All right. It's I know. I know it probably difficult to explain lots of twists and turns in this game, but I think that you guys are going to be able to do it. All right. All right. I'm going to start easy. All right. Dr. Sheldon Cooper. Doctor or TV doctor? TV doctor. Big Bang Theory. There you go. Oh, okay. Um, Lots of laughter. My answer is TV doctor. Wait, he's a doctor? (laughs) Yeah, he's they're all doctor doctors. Of he has a PhD. Oh, okay, they have PhDs. Got it. Yeah, I mean, this is yeah, this is loosey goosey. I apologize. Doctor, That's right. a doctor he's also like a hypochondriac, so I think it all works. Mm-hmm. There you go, Doctor Wordsmith. <laughs> What's the first name? Ian. Uh, it's probably real. Famous doctor. Sounds like a real nerd. Hmm. <laughs> that would be an Arrested Development doctor. <laughs> Shit. Now Which I really expected you to get. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. It's who not the... a deep cut. Rested development. Who? Who was the guy? Ian Roberts. Yeah, played him. I don't know. Okay. Um, Doctor Leo Spasiman. Okay, I know who he is. Spichemin. Spichemin. He is from Thirty Rock. There you go. Played by um, Chris Parnell. Doctor Edward Jenner. It's not as funny a name as Spachemin, so. Just assume he's related to the Kardashians. Oh, yeah. Is he? No, he invented invented the cure for smallpox. Same thing. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is a tough one. Dr. Heathcliff Huxtable. Um, Uh, Well, that's, I mean, fake. Huxtable. It's fucking Cosby's name on. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. So is he a show. real doctor? No. I think is that when you should lose your doctorate, your fake doctorate? Yeah. He actually did lose an honorary Yeah, he lost degree. his fake doctorate. Oh, okay. Well, see that and ripping the shirt off of your body. Those are the two things. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so the two notes. <laughs> uh, Dr. Walter Bishop. I don't know. Sounds, sounds like a real guy. Sounds real. Sounds mm, legit. Doctor from TV show Fringe. Son of uh, a bitch. Mm-hmm. My parents Never seen that, that show. Uh, Dr. Henry Gray. Uh, is that, that of the Gray's Anatomy, Anatomy textbook, Doctor? Oh, yeah, the actual Gray's Anatomy. So, real doctor. Mm-hmm. Dr. Gray, um, he, yeah, he came out with the first textbook on anatomy, but also who Gray's Anatomy is named after. Yeah. So, kind of a twist there. Yeah. A twist. And that's the end of our game, TV <laughs> Doctor or Real Doctor. Who nice. won? I would say that she won. Okay, that's fair. Um, this Thank one's you. a little bit more interesting. <laughs> I lose a lot. I don't know if that was. I mean, let me get this really? primed up for you guys. What is this next one? This next one 
it's all about uh, improv. So I know that um, you're going to be really good at it, Amos. Great. So I am going to, off the cuff, do a commercial for a drug. Okay. For a medicine. Um, in alphabetical order, I am going to stop. And you are going to give me a word to finish what I'm talking about, right? So if I'm like, okay, uh, hey, I'm suffering from... Anal leakage. Yeah, exactly. I really hope you don't use anal leakage. Um, and then towards the end, it's going to be all of the uh, side effects. And you guys are going to go back and forth on side effects. Okay. As far as you can. This okay. can be tough. Cool. But I know that we need something to kind of get us in the mood. So. All right. Hi, I'm Blake Schluckbeer, and I've been so... Hi. I love this commercial. And I've been upping laughing gas for half an hour now. Hi, I'm Blake Schluckbeer, and I'm suffering from what some people like to call... Anal fissures. And I I didn't know what they were until my doctor, by the name of... Butthole fissures. (laughs) Told me, jeez, Blake... You have a disease that's named after myself, um, <laughs> which has been causing you a lot of procrastination. That's a P, though. That's a P. <laughs> what is the rules a, of the game? A, B, C, D, oh, we're going alphabet. Oh, I did A just naturally I without win. knowing the rules. Oh. I'm sorry. Okay, so now I'm on C. <laughs> yes. Causing right. you a lot of cramping. I love this music, by the way. <laughs> it just says corporate motivation. <laughs> I'm mo- motivated in yeah. a corporate way. <laughs> I feel motivated in Recently, a corporate way. <laughs> I have been taking a drug by the name of death pills. And I feel that like they were misnamed because they've helped me deal with a lot of my erosion. An erosion of the soul, <laughs> erosion of the body, erosion of my butthole seat fissures. Fissures? Be in a situation in which I feel like every day I tell myself, "Fuck, <laughs> God." <laughs> You've run out of things. You're just gonna point at us. Uh, a B C D E F G H. Holy shit! I feel so much better now that I have been under the care of uh, Doctor Fisher to take care of my butthole fissures. And my death pills have made me feel a lot better. Um, but I have been told that all of the side effects, uh, which I'm going to list now, have okay. been very difficult. So starting with ickiness, um, jumpy, killing, um, l- l- lactation, M- moobs, N- new, new. Well, that's a word. Bile. <laughs> All right, Nubile. The music's over, so I guess this, okay. I'm going to go ahead and say that neither of you win. <laughs> that was actually fun. I enjoyed that game. Well, Blake at least knew the rules, so I think he should get points t- for that. I told everyone the rules. I d- missed the part about doing an alphabetical order. He's Blake. Uh, yeah, that's what she said. Amos oh. knew the rules. I know. Oh. I know you're Amos. I said Blake, and then Blake knew. Blake no. Blake does get points for knowing the rules for coming up with right. them. Amos knew the rules. Oh, background music. What is this? I don't know, but it sounds pretty great. Just, I want to take I think this, this pill. Is, I think this should be our antidepressant pills. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you want to be on fissures. a beach? Oh. 
Yeah. <laughs> have you had anal fissures? Is that bringing you down? Stop well, listen to having this club anal jam. fissures and start living sexy. your life. Also, getting sexy. And a beach. This video has like. Do you want to wear a bikini? Two people just spinning, holding hands on the beach. They are not depressed. They're in a state of euphoria, and they're on the Big Pimpin' video. Oh, it did look like the Big Pimpin' video. Are you guys ready to review medicine? Yes. So on a scale of one being... Anal fissures. And ten being... A healthy butthole. Where do you put medicine on a scale of one to ten, subjectively? For me... I mean, a nine. And I'm not going to say 10 because not having to take medicine because you're healthy is a 10. But like taking medicine to make yourself healthy, totally a nine for me. I'm going to say a 9.5. Because there are no other numbers. It, we don't do points. You know, Damn. We've All never right. done points. Well, I was trying to think outside the box. Think outside the if pod. You th- if you think outside the box, that means you actually are still in a box. I'm going 10. 10. You know what? Hot take, I know, but I'm pro-medicine. I'm going to go 8 because I just like really like the number 8. For, and then also I feel like there is room for improvement That's with true. medicine. That's we true. have some room for improvement, but it's overall good. Yeah. All right, you medicine convinced me to come good. down to a 9. Yeah. So two nines and an 8. Um, that averages closer to 9 like a, than 8. Yeah. Yeah, about a 9. <laughs> that a nine. feels correct. Um. <laughs> Now, Amos and I okay. are going to objectively put medicine on our Let's Review Everything list. Amos, yes. where would you like to start on the Let's list? Let's start at the top. All right. We're going big with this one. Medicine, better or worse than continents? Worse. This is where the podcast gets pretty weird. I'm ready. I feel that feels right. Better or worse than fruits and vegetables? Worse. Hmm. Better or worse than the seasons? Hmm. <laughs> we could live without seasons. We also could live without medicine. And we did for most of our Depending uh, on whether or not you get sick. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Just so don't get sick till you're in it. Are seasons more important for humans or medicine? You know, I feel like there are a couple other things lower on the list that are more important than medicine. I feel like seasons is maybe a little higher than it should be, but we're not here to put that on. No, and then after we've got 10 under our belt for season two. We'll rearrange. we'll, we'll, We'll kind of come back to the table. Okay. And reassess our decisions. But currently, this is where everything is on the list. Okay. I think I'm going to put it at number four. Right under seasons, above fish. Oh, never mind. Number three, then. Number three. With a bullet that you need to get medicated because you've been shot. Okay, I'm done. I agree. <laughs> um, I think I think you're right. I think that number four, medicine. Right above seasons, right under fruits and vegetables. It's pretty high up there. I agree. I thought that medicine was going to have a high showing. I can't wait for the oxygen episode. Uh, it's going to be interesting because, you know. We're going to do it in a too, vacuum. Too much of it. Not good for it. Everything lights on fire. Yep. 
Kathleen McDonald, thank you so much for being on the show. I had a really, really good time. Um, If you, where can people find you on the internets? Yes. Um, Best is Facebook, and I have a personal page and a comedy page. You found me on the comedy page. It's easy, just at Kathleen McDonald Comedy, Kathleen with a K, McDonald's, spelled like McDonald's, the restaurant. Um, (laughs) And I'm very responsive to message. If you want to send me a message, request to my personal page, too, particularly if you are a woman who wants to try comedy. Um, I am extremely friendly and welcoming and supportive of you if that's something you want to give a try to. So, um, yeah, Facebook is best. Or you can email me kmcdonald889 at gmail.com. So either of those would be good. What are we going to be reviewing next season Mm -hmm. on Let's Review Everything? Have you guys reviewed clothes yet? No. Just clothing. We have not reviewed clothing It seems yet. like it's it's a it's a miss that we have not reviewed it yet, <laughs> considering well, we reviewed seasons and fish. And bags. And medicine. Yeah. Well, and the movie Junior. I could narrow it down. It's a little bit broad, like medication, nope. clothing. Clothing but, is absolutely fine. I mean, we reviewed bags and some like Which clothing. you could wear. But clothing is weird. Let's just do an episode on parkas. <laughs> no, yeah. let's not. So let's review Let's review clothing. Clothing. Next season. It's a good one. I had a very good time. My house is smelling like chicken. Smells like uh, your dinner is. Well, not not your dinner if it's chicken. No, but but it smells like dinner is being made. So I think it's a good time to leave. Uh, But every podcast, we want to end on a very inspirational, a very um, inclusive a very positive saying from Amos in, in the in this last bit of our podcast called um, Amos Moments. What are like you title. Anyway, going to leave us with? You know, every single time I feel like I need to prepare something for this. And every single time I forget that you do this. So I think the best use of this time is a reminder to everyone to vaccinate your children. <laughs> Yeah, political turn here at the end. It's weird that um, vaccination has become political. Yeah, I, I don't. I, <laughs> anyway, let's. I don't want a whooping cough. Review. Oh my god, that's how we got this topic. Someone had whooping cough. No, someone said we need to review vaccines, and I was like, I'm not gonna. Re- I'm not gonna talk about why we should or should not vaccinate um, people for an hour. I and can talk about that for an hour. Yeah, that's exactly why we're not <laughs> Might be a different kind of podcast when yeah. we start. Yeah. Hey, let's review everything. All right. Thanks.